Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. All right, time once again for the Decibel Geek Podcast. And uh, I guess we're doing things a little bit different today. Well, let me tell you, you know, of course, I'm Aaron Camaro. Chris Sinzak's right over there. Howdy. And uh, about 5.30 today, you know, I'm still at my day job and the phone rings and it's Chris. And he's like, hey, man, are you ready to go? I was like, no, man, I'm still at work. I need to go home and change clothes and stuff. That's cool because everybody else is ready. Yeah. So that's that's how the day went. That's how it started for me, really. Yeah, the studio is extra crowded this week. Yeah, we've got some, some friends over with us tonight. So then basically I run home after work and uh, get myself together, get out of my grubby work clothes, and, and the doorbell rings. I go down, there's Chris and Andy LaFon. Yeah, Andy LaFon, writer for the Decibel Geek website. Andy, say hi. Hello. All right. Man of many words. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, Andy's over, and uh, this is kind of Decibel Geek Week here in Nashville for us because... Yeah. I mean, um, this just kind of shows that we love to hang out with people named LaFon. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's Decibel Geek Week for us because uh, I'm off work most of this week. Aaron's taking some time off. Dick Wagner is in town. We just got done at the book signing there. And also importantly is um, Rich the Meister Dillon is just here, for, literally fresh off the boat from Monsters of Rock Cruise, and which works out great for us because it's that time of year where we always have the Meister on the Decibel Geek podcast to tell us all about the Monsters of Rock Cruise. And you know what's even better than that? He's right here. That's right. The hostile takeover is a little bit different this year. I'm actually in your studio. Yeah, yeah. in studio. You know, I got, right here I with got us off tonight. that boat. And I went to the airport, and you know, one sign said Toronto this way, and one sign said Nashville that way, and the whole world was still swaying after I got off the cruise, and I said, Nashville, that's the place I need to be. Heck yeah. And here I am. Here he is. Yeah, so we've been uh, showing Rich downtown. We showed him some honky-tonks. We showed yeah. him some uh, swingers clubs and uh, <laughs> liquor stores. <laughs> liquor and, warehouses. We, yeah. we don't have that kind of stuff in Canada, so... So we showed him the more important sites <laughs> right. in Nashville. That's the stuff I really care about. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then tomorrow we're going to go record store hopping and we're going to go see Dick Wagner perform. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And Andy's going to be with us and Billy Hardaway is going to join us. And, yeah, it's the just whole the whole crew. crew man. Yeah. It's awesome for me to, to be down here and, and meet all you guys in person after we've been working together for so long. Yeah. Heck it's yeah. just uh, it's just great. We're yeah. happy to have you. And, you know, Thanks, man. I appreciate we, uh, it. You know, we're, you're here in person. And I want to tell you, you know, we absolutely appreciate all the work you, and promotion you've put in for our show and our site. Yes. Thanks, boys. I appreciate it. And that. you've, you've you know, done an incredible job along it's, with Wally, who we got to get him down here yeah, next. Where's Wally? It, it's easy to do something when you love it, but <clears throat> yeah. for sure. We need to get yeah, Wally down here, too. He's got to get rid of that uh, the snow up there. He's got to take a vacation. Yeah, it feels good down <laughs> oh, here. Oh, it's right? nice, man. Yeah. Oh, I got no problems beautiful. with this. Yeah. So it's uh it's a lot of fun having you here and uh 
nice to have Andy along. And uh, so, yeah, we've had a great time tonight. And we decided let's come back to the studio and go ahead and record his Rich's Monsters of Rock Cruise memories. You know, after going out and having a few beers in downtown Nashville. (laughs) So there is a disclaimer on this episode. The only trouble is I've been drinking beers since last Wednesday. And when I say drinking (laughs) beers, I don't mean two or three. I mean, I've been drinking a lot of beers. I don't know if I can remember that much. So this nice. is we're gonna see how this goes. Meister's <laughs> Monsters of Rock Cruise beer soaked memory. There you go. <laughs> that's so, the title. That's the disclaimer. So he'll do the best he can, folks. So I think so. I pulled up the flyer, and we'll just go through each band, and you can tell us what you think of of how everything went, if that works for you. Yeah, sure. And no, I'm easy either way. So ask me some questions too as, okay. as we go along. I know we've already chatted a little bit, but oh well. First I off, what 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 is the first thing you remember from going on the, on the cruise this year? How how was it the first day? The first thing uh, from this year of being on the cruise. Yeah. Uh, once we get on the boat itself, uh, uh, just. The, the people that I'd met over Facebook this year that I'd never actually met in person that I got to meet on the cruise. Right. And what I did is I started a, a group of Canadians and I tried to find as many Canadians as possible that were going on the cruise. About 20 of them were my friends from Toronto from going to the rock pile. Yeah. And the rest I'd searched out through the Facebook page. So I only know them from a little thumbnail picture. Right. And I'm a head shirts made up for everyone. Say the A-team uh, on the front and yeah. Monsters of Rock Cruise Who on the back. Who came up with the A-team? I thought that was great. I actually saw it online somewhere. So oh, I'm hoping I don't get sued for using oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. promoting somebody else. Let's talk about the A. Yeah. How's it going, A? Right. Yeah, exactly. Just wearing that shirt around the boat the first day and just not really getting accosted, but right. you know, everyone's coming. Oh, you're the guy. You're rich. Hey, right on. How's it going? And on. finding more people that want to be a part of it for next year right. nice. is really cool. I just, I, I made a lot of friends through that this year. That was, you know, my memory the first day, like the first things we did, when we got on ship. That's awesome, cool. man. Canadian contingent. Oh yeah. Yeah. We we're taking over. There were at least 63 of us that had the shirts and there had to be another 20 or 30 more that uh, are interested for next year. So. Nice. Awesome. That's so awesome. We're included. We're hoping to go with you. Yeah, there you go. You know what? I'll make you guys some honorary Canadians and get you some shirts. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Okay, so, um, well, let's start off with Tesla. Well, Tesla, you know, they've been on the cruise since the, the first year or three years ago, and they always do the Sail Away concert. They've done it every time when we officially leave port and head off on, on our tour. And they're, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Tesla live, but yes. th- th- there's something to see. They sound almost identical to the record. They do. Yeah. They're it's, a very it's good just, band. It's amazing to watch them mm-hmm. and hear them live. So they're kind of a staple on the cruise. And so far they've announced a few bands for next year, and Tesla's not one that's been announced yet. So I don't know if they're going to take a break or if they're going to bring on sign on later, but it'll be kind of strange if they're not there. Yeah, I bet. You know, mm-hmm. being that they were like, they're like stalwarts of this Monsters of Rock cruise. You know, they've been with it from the very beginning like you say mm-hmm. you know and tesla is an awesome band you know i and I, I hate to see we're going next year chris you know we, yeah. we want tesla absolutely and uh well next on the bill listed is rat but there's uh rat well, didn't show yeah i'm sure you've heard about the situations with that right there's been some issues in the camp yeah i guess uh, between bobby blotzer and stephen piercy so there was on again off again we're not going to be on the cruise i'm not going to play and it'll be going on for a few mm. weeks and uh, then it was announced that they were officially, they were going to play. Everything was patched up. And they were going to be on the boat, which is something I was looking forward to. Yeah. You know, Rat's part of my uh, part of my tattoo. Yeah, Rich ne- has an incredible tattoo sleeve of band Very logos. Cool. It actually, uh, it was quite a focus point, too, on the cruise. I had professional photographers coming out and wanting to I take believe pictures. it. So it's a three-shot picture. I'd got to show them this side and then I'll turn have to it this put way a, uh, that way. I'll have to put a picture of your sleeve up on the show notes for this episode just sure. so we can get that. Oh, and before we go on, I don't want to be ne- negligent in our duties that I have every week. Every week, we also we give a quick mention to those that retweeted and shared the oh, link yeah. for the last week's episode. I almost dropped the ball here. You'd have been in big trouble so let me, the canadian yeah so let me go ahead and announce those right <laughs> we've me, been doing that all night right <laughs> more man. to come i'm here for two right. days still <laughs> you can't get rid of me that easy oh, I, my liver's gonna wake up tomorrow oh, yeah. morning and say, fuck <laughs> you but uh i'm so, seasoned after this cruise yeah so Jeez, mine's gonna say finally someone to keep <laughs> up with us yeah exactly cheers <laughs> <laughs> okay so we'll be right back after i share this week's facebook shares and twitter retweets Okay, time for Geeks of the Week. These are the people that shared or retweeted the link to last week's Bracket Buster, episode 131. For Facebook, we have Chris Karam, Todd Cunningham, Jason Thomas Broderick, Andy LaFon, Hell's Night Sujay. Hope I got that right. Rodney Dixon, JTB's Groovy Record Room, and Alan Tate. On Twitter, the retweets were from Mojo Dave, Metal Dan, Jason Wood, Z Bales, Funny Jokes, Family Guy Clips, 
Derek Novak, Billy Hale Hardaway, and My Name is Nobody. Thank you all for your retweets and shares. You guys are our advertising, and you help get the word out and get more people to listen to this show. We love you, and we thank you very much. If you want to be a Geek of the Week next week, just share the link to this week's episode on Facebook or retweet it on Twitter. As simple as that. Thanks so much. Okay, so back to it. Um, so, yeah, Rat wound up not coming on the, on the gig. Yeah, what happened was, I guess, uh, I'm going to say two days before the cruise, three days before the cruise. Uh, my timeline's a bit fuzzy. But uh, it was announced that Stephen Piercy's sister had passed away. Oh, so, obviously, sure hear that. Uh, it's, it's more important for him to take care of his, his family right. matters at, at that yeah, time. So, even first. though there were some issues previously and they were going to be on the cruise, unfortunately, they couldn't make it, which right. is a big disappointment for me. Rat, like I say, they're part of my tattoo and a band I've always been looking forward to see. And with the problems in the you know the camp at the moment, I'm not sure that I'm ever going to get the chance to see Rat. Yeah, so, things aren't looking good for them yeah, right now. I, I may die never having seen that band. But well, I'm happy we got the. Infest- You've never seen Rat. I've never seen. Oh, really? Rat. They're, wow. they're a I've good seen band. a lot of concerts and a lot of bands, and yeah. somehow I've missed Rat. Wow. Well, I'm happy we got the Infestation album at least. Out That's of an them. excellent yeah, album. Yeah, excellent album. That was a real comeback. And I think uh, one of the songs on that is titled "Lost Weekend," which I think should That's have been right. the theme song for last year's Monsters of Rock cruise because that was Monsters of Rock. Oh yeah. The Lost Weekend. Right. right? Well, then a, a band that um, had issues last year with having a member available was that was on this year was Cinderella. And uh, so you, you said you'd mentioned earlier that Cinderella kind of went above and beyond this year to possibly make up for that. Yeah, I didn't actually catch their, their first performance on the boat. It's hard to catch everyone because there's sometimes two and three bands are playing at once. So you have to pick and choose where you're going to be and who you're going to see. And then after you have a couple of drinks with some friends and you forget what you're doing and you have a few more drinks, you've, you've missed a show. Right. So I didn't see their first performance, but mm-hmm. from everything I heard, rave reviews, uh, the boys were bang on, and apparently they played for about an hour and a half or more, nice. which uh, most shows on the boat are limited to an hour. So right. it's kind of, maybe it was a little bit of a sorry about last year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Up for Because last year, Tom Kiefer was not feeling well, so he couldn't make the boat. Right. Well, Which gave us something before. cool with the you know Cinderella and Friends jam. You'll never see that anywhere else. But right. We we missed Tom Kiefer, so yeah. So Good you back. so you saw the next performance. Yeah. They did? Yeah. I didn't okay. see the whole next performance because I find you you see a lot of half performances on the boat. Yeah. You catch two three songs here and then run to the next thing two three songs. So, but they sounded great from what I did see of the second performance. Good. Awesome. Good. Okay, and we'll, we'll go over to kicks. Well, kicks is a staple on the cruise as well. They did right. the uh, one of the pre parties before the cruise that we always have. Some pre parties. That's uh, before you even get on. Yeah, before the boat, we get right? on the boat. Yeah, and they're like, if you're, uh, is that yeah. at like a club in Miami? Uh, this something? one was at. Uh, it was at the Magic City Casino in Miami. Right. So on. they had a, a stadium set up outside on the dog track, and uh, Kicks and Firehouse played. Cool. Then it's uh, you know if you're you get in free if you're uh, booked on the cruise. So right. On. What do you think and, of Firehouse? Uh, you know, I, I was not really that much of a fan before, and yeah. they were on the first year, and I basically ignored them on the first year. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Don't Treat Me Bad is pretty much the only song I know. Right. But I started to get into their catalog a little bit more before I went on this year, and I found mm-hmm. there's actually some really good music in yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, then when I, I saw them live at that pre-party, I, I was very impressed. There's uh, there's there's a lot there. I think I'm going right to have on. to look into them more. I had the first one, I had Hold Your Fire, and then I just lost interest. But I've heard that they, they've put a lot of material out since the early 90s, that, and a lot of people say it's really strong. And there's there's some like little countries down in, in South oh, America huge. where they're gods. Yeah. It's weird how that yeah, works. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. I was yeah, I was interested in that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check out some more of their back catalog after what I, I've seen as well. Okay. So. Well, next up is Winger. Uh, Winger is a band I was actually really looking forward to seeing on the cruise. Yeah. And actually, I broke out my 1990 Winger tour shirt. Nice. specifically for this and it actually still fits so i didn't, <laughs> didn't get quite as fat as i thought i'd gotten in the last 20 years 30 years but uh th- their first performance was a little bit delayed i guess um what had happened was the previous band uh, we had some rain so they had to cancel the previous band on the pool stage because they can't play when there's thunder and lightning right. we don't want anyone to get electrocuted sure so they had to wait a little bit for the rain delay and then they had to set everything back up and it's an immense task to put all those cords and wires and get everything sorted out so Winger was about an hour late starting. And, uh, yeah, so they got on a little bit late, and uh, their first show was actually was something pretty special to me because one of the early albums I bought, not not the first, but one of the early albums was the original Winger album. Yeah. And this is the 25th anniversary, so they were oh, playing yeah. the album cover to cover with Paul Taylor. Yeah. Nice. The last time they were going to do it. So I was really looking forward to that. So I hung around, and uh, I caught about, uh, say, maybe 50 to 60% of the show. 
And they sounded great, too. I, I was very impressed with the boys. And That's they, very cool. They got Paul Taylor back. With yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've seen the YouTube video for their new song, Rat Race. Right, right. Yeah, we, that? Yeah, yeah, we played it the, uh, like two weeks, two oh, or three weeks it's ago. Really See, good. I've been on a boat, so yeah, I, I haven't know. heard that episode <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, we played on one of the Radio Suck shows recently. But yeah, yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, it's actually a little heavier than I expected. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good when I saw that performance. But then I had to leave because they were a bit running late. So I yeah. run to catch the next show. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you get on there, do you got like an itinerary that tells you what times every yeah. band is playing? They give you, uh, they actually, they released it beforehand. Yeah. Uh, of all the days and what time everyone's playing. And not just what time the bands are playing, but what time uh, they've got uh, a meet and greets going on. They've yeah. got uh, the Kiss uh, Jam. They've got the karaoke. What time all of those events are happening. And then they give you each day, they give you a sheet under your door in the in the morning that's got the list for the day. So you got your paper copy, and they've also released it digitally before. So you can kind of plan a little bit the couple days before, and then you got your paper copy each day. So right. everyone runs around the boat, and you just stop. Hey, where are you going next? And everyone pulls out their paper. I'm going here. I'm going there. Okay, I'll see you later. And we go, right? Wow. So you it's know. almost kind of like a playland for adults that are into Pretty much. hard rock it, and metal. And you know, like this boat... <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a lot like Groundhog Day. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where he wakes up and movie. just keeps living the same day. That's what this boat is. Right. <laughs> I get up every day, and the first thing I do is get a beer, <laughs> and then I get something to eat, and then I got my paper schedule, and I go to the first place I can see live music. Right. Nice. And it's just all day long. You just keep doing the same thing. Yeah. So I got up this morning, right? And I'm looking for my paper. You pick me up, drop me at the hotel there. Yeah. Looking for my paper to see what's playing. <laughs> no, no. I should have handed you a piece of paper that said Dick Wagner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have worked. That would have worked. Uh, Chris and Zach will be here at this time. Pick <laughs> yeah. you up. And from there, we'll go here. And then we'll go there. <laughs> That's what I need to get through the day. So it's it's the same thing every day, but it never gets old. Oh, no, it never yeah. gets old. That's no. for sure. So, um, well, what about Y&T? Y&T is another staple. They've been on uh, the cruise quite a uh, not quite a few times, but the last two times. Right. And uh, they're really great guys, too. I met them all. Last year, I had an opportunity. I shared a couple of drinks with Dave Menachetti. That's right. incredible. So that, that was a pretty cool experience. And this year, I had a, a, that guy is a good awesome. conversation. Oh, he is awesome. Yeah. He, he can play, like, and he makes it fun for the listener when he's out, up there doing his solos. He doesn't go off in too much of a tangent. Like, he'll hold everyone's attention. He's just, yeah. right. just captivating. And this year, I got a bit of a chat with uh, Brad Lang and John Nyman. Uh-huh. Right so, and they were pretty impressed because Y&T shows up in my tattoo right. as well. Yeah. So I got some pictures of them pointing at the tattoo. So I thought that cool. was pretty cool. That's a, I bet you get a hell of a reaction when like a band like Y&T and you show them your yeah, arm, you know, and they see that. I mean, what do they do? They normally just trip out and say, man, that's the yeah. coolest thing. It, it's actually it's pretty good when I'm talking to them. And, and uh, I don't even show them the tattoo sometimes. Uh-huh. And they just all of a sudden kind of see it, and they grab my arm and kind of twist a little bit, and they probably spill my beer. And uh, they look right. Do you? Have, that's that's us. Yes. Yeah, Although that's, yeah, that's that is you. <laughs> that's the ultimate flattering honor to have somebody put your name on on their body like yeah. that. Well, this this music is such a passion for me that uh, I can't grow my hair long anymore. So I had to do another testament to this music that helped shape my life. So are you going to fill up the other arm eventually? Well, my tattoo artist says yes. Oh, well, my course. wallet says no. Yeah, I'm thinking that's not cheap. <laughs> well, it's been about a year and a half in the works now, and I still have work to do. So, how much money do you think you've put into that? If you don't mind me asking, I I couldn't even. Well, I I could estimate, but it's awful hard. I kind of lost track. I just go every couple of weeks and. But we're talking two, a, three, four hundred dollars a time. Oh, so we're talking a depending pretty, on how long of a sitting I have. So we're into how much the, she has to do. We're into the thousands on oh, this. Oh yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, keep going up, probably. But and we'll have a picture of the uh, sleeve in the show notes for this episode. See, maybe what we ought to do is do like a donation drive to get up enough money <laughs> so that when you start the other side, you start with the Decibel Geek Podcast there logo. There uh, we go. Get the listeners, everybody, kick are you in. Gonna, you're not. Are you gonna, I'll do it. Uh, really? I'll do oh, it. I can't wait to see this. I'll do it. You got Why more not? balls he's than got I a, do. He's got yeah. a whole other arm, you know? Yeah. He can squeeze Decibel well, Geek in there somewhere. My artist among keeps all looking those... at it, and I see the look in his eyes. Canvas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to do something a bit more artistic. This is just solid fills and that, but. That's cool, man. You know, I never, a lot of people are very impressed. Uh, I'm not, I don't know that much about tattoos myself, but they, the first thing they do is say it's very clean work. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah you can so, read everything really nice clearly. So. I like that that's, you got the Danko Jones tattoo. Well, that's, I can have some Canadian in there. That's awesome. Yeah. Current Canadian. I got the, I got the headstones further up. They're too. great, though. I mean, Helix, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, back on track. What about Slaughter? Uh, Slaughter, I didn't actually catch any of their performances on the boat. Yeah. Because the day that I land back in Canada, April 4th, yeah. they're playing. And oh, they're also so playing the night after, April 5th. Oh, right So on. 
as much as I would have liked to have seen them on the boat. You've got plenty of opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I, I had to, to sacrifice that to catch someone else. Well, um, that's cool. At least you so. get a chance. To, you know you're going to see them coming up. And that's why so I So that, that helped ease your schedule a yeah. little bit. <laughs> I tried see, to do I that just, as much I, as possible. I can picture myself on this boat in the middle of a hallway <laughs> in between two two shows, the two bands I want to see in the middle going, I don't, I can't, I don't know where to go. The, the best advice I gave to some new cruisers that I was talking to, because everyone's asked me for advice, because obviously I've done this a few times, so yeah. all these new people are asking me different things. I said, the best thing you can do is decide what you want to see that day and go see it. Don't worry about what you're not seeing. Right. Because you you're never going to see everything. You're going to blow your mind. Yeah. yeah. And some friends were doing that the first day. And then they came to me and said, you know what? You're right. We can't do this. We're going crazy because we're so upset that we're missing stuff. Right. Relax. There's lots to see. There's lots to do. Yeah. It's all a good time. Yeah. Well, you got you to gotta pick and choose and just be happy with what you decided. Yeah. Or else you'll end up just regretting too that, much. Exactly. That's not what it's about. Exactly. Um, well, a band that, you know, this is, and, you know, to the general audience, you might, some people might consider these, oh, these are bands of yesterday. And these are retro bands. Not for us. Well, no. Not here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. I'm this making, is the music of right damn now. Aaron, I'm making a, lot a of point. Let me get new, to uh, oh, I'm sorry. new music or on but the way from <laughs> one band that one band that that includes bands from a lot of yesterdays that is a new band and doing well now is the Winery Dogs, and they were on the yeah. cruise. So did you get a chance to see them? No. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Eddie I, Trunk is very disappointed <clears throat> in you. He probably is, and I'm sure that, well, I know that a lot of my cruise friends are as well. Uh-huh. Uh, they were spoken very highly of, but to be honest, uh, I'm just not that big of a fan of the album. Yeah. No? I, I'm, I'm looking at who's in that band, yeah. and I'm going, this should be the greatest thing I've on ever paper. heard. Right. Yeah, on paper. And then it's... I'm listening to it, and it's not the greatest well, thing Well, quite honestly. Maybe I've got too high of an expectation. Well, my opinion of it was, when I listened to it, was like, like all these guys are great players, and but I think they're trying too hard to show how great of players they are throughout the album. Maybe. Because like, they'll get in a good groove on something, and then they'll start showing off with like flashy stuff, and then they get yeah. back into the groove. It's like, if you get a good riff that's in a good groove, just stick with it and play the song. Right. But on the other hand of that, too, you got to understand like the people that are really – you know, looking at these as, you know, I'm a huge Billy Sheehan fan. Right. I got to get this. They want that. You know, wow. they want to see that little bit of And that's probably why it's successful. Him. But, yeah, but there's times where they'll have a riff, and I'm like, just keep playing that riff. Don't do not do all the flash stuff. Right. But, uh, but you talked about the Winery Dogs, like they're a new band and a new act, which they are. They are. But you don't see, like, radio playing them as if they're a new band. Well, you know why? Because they're, like you say, you know, a part of this group, like the Monsters of Rock, like from yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Kind of, what are they, heritage rock and, or whatever well, you want to call and it. And radio sucks. <laughs> and, and, of course, yes, radio does suck. So what about, did you see Great White? Uh, yeah, I saw a Great White Selectric show. Which right. which Great White is this? This, this is the, the Illu or uh, Ilu. I don't know. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. The guy from XYZ. Right. Right. <laughs> there you yeah. go. <laughs> who, who actually, actually, he's a really cool guy, and I actually got a few minutes to talk to him. Yeah. Um, he's French, so he's got a he's got a very thick French accent. Yeah. But um, when I saw their electric show on the boat, he came out wearing a red shirt. Uh, it said Canada with the Canadian flag on it. No, oh, he's really? not Canadian, but he was wearing a Canadian shirt. So, well, so he's not cool. French Canadian. That's a guy I got to talk to after this. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, they're they're good. They're not. Um, they're not quite as... I, I find that the Jack Russell version has a bit more of a harder edge to it when yeah. you hear them yeah. live. But th- this has got all the other members of the band, and they still sound great. Uh, yeah. He's a great frontman. He's very charismatic. I think musically they're good. I just... it's I can't separate them without Jack. That, that's a bit of the problem, and the right? Thing it's is, like the whole Queensryche debate. It's a similar yeah. Kind of yeah. Thing. And when you see Jack Russell's version, no keyboards. No, <laughs> not at all. A, it's just a rock band. Yeah. But when you get the other one, you got to have Michael Lardy in it. Sure. Know? Yeah. He's kind of... You know, he comes with the package. Yeah. Uh, did Loudness make this the cruise? Because I know they had canceled a number of That like, was US another shows. one that was some issues, yes. Yeah. Um, they canceled their North American tour. I guess what had happened is somebody had booked this tour for them, but it didn't book it through their proper agents, so they weren't set to come. So they had to cancel yeah. the North American tour. Yeah. And then there were some visa issues, but I don't know if that was just rumors, but they were on the boat in any case. They were there, and oh, I was good. happy I about that. They were one of the acts that really impressed me last year. Oh, they're really so, good musicians, yeah. Just to watch Akira Takasaki play. That, that oh, guy, he's amazing. That guy's a shredder. He's just, he just mesmerizing. Yeah. Nice. And uh, they're pretty funny, too. I, I met a couple of them, and their English is not the best when you're actually yeah. talking to them right there. And the singer... Whose name I can't pronounce. No, I couldn't. Even <laughs> I'm gonna to say Minua. No, I'm not even gonna try it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he said on stage. He said, "I know I might not speak English too well, but I speak a rock and roll good." <laughs> and yeah. then he burst into the song. So nice. he's got that one right. Very cool. Um, so uh, that is cool. 
Dio Disciples. Again, I didn't see them on the cruise this year. Yeah. Uh, I saw them on the cruise last year, and I saw them in Toronto, and I really wanted to see them, but they conflicted with too many other things, and I just I couldn't get there. You now, was that the it, one with sacrifice. is that the thing with Vivian Campbell, or is that something else that's going? No, that's the uh, last in line. I'm, what's the what's the last? There's thing? a project with Vivian with Campbell's getting together with a couple of guys from the old band. Andy, what are you saying? Andy uh, knows. It's, uh, I believe it's uh, the original band. Mine is Ronnie James Dio, and they have a new singer, um, and that's last line. Okay. Yeah, I think it was Andrew Freeman. So who's Dio Disciples? Uh, Dio Disciples. Craig Goldie. Uh, yeah, Craig Goldie and uh, Simon Wright's playing drums. Right. And yeah. uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this again. Bjorn Elgin? Close. Sounds good player. to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Oni Logan singing. And, yeah, uh, Oni Logan. Mark Bowles and uh, uh, Tim the Ripper Owens. Kind of, they kind of trade off a little bit. Oh, okay. And they're basically just uh, p- playing Dio songs. Right. And, uh, and a tribute to, to Dio. I'm That's in- cool. They sound excellent. I saw, like I said, I saw them in Toronto, and they, they were awesome. I'm interested but. to see how things work out with both of those bands touring. Yeah, yeah. That, well, here we go with another scenario, like the Great White, like the Queensway, right. Queensway yeah. where you've got two bands under the same name. L.A. Guns. What I did yeah. really want to do that I missed <laughs> as well was they had a listening party for the new uh, Dio Disciples, or the Dio, the Dio Tribute, Tribute album, album. Yeah. that's just coming out. Uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> that morning, oh, they had man. a listening party. I did not make it. I wonder how many people... <laughs> I got to go buy the many, album now for sure. But How many people on this cruise ship are not drinking? I mean, is everybody um, drinking and having a good time? No, well, everyone's having a good time. Yeah. But I have some friends that don't drink at all, and they were still having a great time. But they were tired, too. They were going to bed yeah. at 3 in the morning and getting up at 8. It's so whether you're drinking either, or not, you're still beat up after three, four days of that. Yeah. Wow. And then you get someone like me who's drinking about 18 drinks a day. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little rougher, right? Yeah. And I gotta—I have to apologize to you guys, huh. to all the listeners out there, to everyone that was on the cruise, to all my friends. That I have to apologize to anyone that's ever raised the horns high in the air. There was one day I just couldn't do it. I took a nap. Oh no! I'm sorry. Oh, I couldn't down. do it. I took a two-hour nap, man. All right. <laughs> I've never done that before on the cruise. Oh, Rich. I feel so bad. I'm turning the mics off. I'm sorry, man. At what <laughs> point? At what Nashville. point have you gone? What have you gone through to get to the point where you say, "Okay, I'm going to lay down for a little bit"? I was standing up in a performance, uh-huh. and I was holding on to the back of the seat that I was standing behind, and I could not stop myself from falling over. Because uh, I was falling asleep. Yeah, I'd say it's wow. time to go to bed and at that I'd point. also had some booze at the time, so it could have been a little bit of a help <laughs> wow. there. But you know what? I got to lie down. And so, gravity. So yeah. You can say you gave I it your I took a two-hour nap. Yeah. <laughs> First time. Oh, man. So, uh, that Jake, ain't bad. No. Two hours, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so Jakey e. Lee's Red Dragon Cartel played at this gig. Yeah, that's uh, something I was really looking forward to, and uh, they did not disappoint at all. So you were a lucky person that actually got to see them because they've been canceling shows Yeah, I, I've heard that there's been some uh, some things going on there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they didn't get a good review of their f- very first show uh, with uh, the singer Darren James Smith, who's a Canadian. Was a good friend of mine as well. Right. So I wasn't sure what to expect. What, but, were, what were the reviews of the first show saying? Um, you didn't see those? I think uh, Metal Sludge, I think, was the biggest uh, website. Oh, you mean it's for their first show? I thought you meant first show on the no, cruise. of their first show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember was, all was, that. Yeah, all yeah, that yeah. bashing. So I wasn't sure what to expect. And, yeah. Yeah. They, but like I said, Darren's a friend of mine, so I, I was really hoping that it would be good. Right. And it, it was good all the way. He sounded great on the Aussie tunes, on the Badlands tunes. Right. Jake was bang on. I nice. didn't... Like it was just, it was amazing to watch him. Here, right. Here's this guy that's been on these albums that, that have helped shape my life, and now right. he's standing right there. And especially, he's stuff. especially after a lot of us didn't know that we would ever see him again. Exactly. He was, it, so he was missing retired for a while, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome that so, he's out there doing it again. And uh, they're actually they're really cool guys too. I didn't actually meet Jake, but I know a couple people that did, and they said he was really nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I talked with Jer- uh, Darren, and I talked with the bass player Ronnie Mancuso, mm-hmm. and they're actually playing in Toronto on April 10th, which is my birthday. And nice. Wally's birthday. All right. Oh, you guys and another friend of mine who was on the cruise. It's her birthday as well. Well, your night's planned. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to sing happy birthday to us or bring out a cake or something, but we'll, we'll see what we can do. That would be cool. Yeah, hint, hint. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. I'm just saying. Now, Darren, <laughs> that'd be great now, if you did. I, I accept gifts of beer. Darren Smith, didn't okay. he play drums for Har- Harem Scarum? Harem Scarum, that's right. Another Canadian. That's an interesting leap to go from being the drummer in Harem Scarum to fronting Jakey Lee. He did band. do a bit of vocals with uh, Harem Scarum as well. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, and he's been involved in a lot of other Toronto bands. Wow. Uh, War Machine, Heaven's Fire, a few other ones where he's done vocals. Some of them he's done drums. Oh, okay. Thing, so. right oh, cool. Uh, Dangerous Toys. 
Dangerous Toys are a good band too out of Texas. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see their second show this year, but I saw their first show. Um, did all the bands do two shows? Some did three. Wow. All did two. Some did three. So uh, you got, that's what I mean. If something overlaps, well, that's don't stress cool. about it. You've got another chance to see your second favorite band. I like that. But the, uh, the stage where I saw Dangerous Toys was a tiny little stage. Yeah. And I was, from where I'm sitting now is where Scotty Dollover was playing. Wow. So I could just reach out and do this while he was playing and touch him. It yeah. was kind of freakish, really. So did he stop playing and go quit touching like, me? No, yeah, quit touching I wasn't touching him. I was just saying I could. <laughs> but, oh, it was hot in there, too. He's sweating. And I was afraid he was going to short oh, his well, guitar because he was sweating on his guitar so much. Yeah. yeah. They had all the lights on. I guess they hadn't figured out how to dim the stage lights yet. It was the first time on the ship, right? We moved ships this year. So they're just so, under, like, heat lamps. Yeah, huh? so he's just baking. So I got my sunglasses on my head. He couldn't see anywhere, so he grabbed my sunglasses and he played three or four songs wearing my sunglasses, so oh, he could actually cool. see what he was doing. So, right on. and up at the meet and greet, I tried to get him to autograph them, but he didn't have a pen. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I still love. Uh, I still have good memories of the uh, the videos for. Was it uh, what was the the, well, the scared and uh, scared teasing teasing Woody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Woody. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love all. It was those awesome stuff. being a young. Teenage yeah, kid in a song like that, you know. You read the lyrics to that song. <laughs> yeah. Sporting the Woody, watching your titties fly. Yeah, yeah. can't well, beat that. Oh, okay. Speaking of which, Doro. Oh, well, <laughs> well, that's a bit of a segue there. But uh, I've seen Doro a couple times before, and uh, th- that whole band brings it. They're probably the heaviest act on the cruise. You know, they're, oh, yeah? they're a little bit more metal than some of the other ones that are yeah. on there. And uh, she's the one person out of everyone that's on there that I wanted to meet more than anyone just two minutes to shake her hand get yeah. a picture and say you know what thank you very much for what you do and did you get to i did it, awesome it, it took me a bit i had to go to a meet and greet to do it because uh-huh. i couldn't find her walking around the boat found the rest of the band and talked to them but uh yeah I, I showed her the tattoos and we got to talk for a few minutes and uh she said you know looks forward to coming to toronto again so uh, nice kind of happy about that but yeah one of these days she'll come here i hope she, i don't know that she's she, ever played no Nashville. she has, has yeah she? it wasn't all that long ago that i remember really? i i wanted to go so bad and i like lined everything up so that i could go and then at the last minute everything fell apart <laughs> and i couldn't make it mm. no it's still it, kick myself it's something that. to see that the whole band is good and she's she's the metal queen yeah well, she got rave no offense to we played here but yeah what about yeah. the london choir boys uh not really a big London Choir I'm not Boys either. fan myself and all this. The, the 7 o'clock song that everybody knows. But other than that, I have trouble getting into them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let's move on to, uh, well, the, now the new, the Jizzy Pearl-led Quiet Riot. Um, they were actually awesome. Yeah. I wasn't sure what to expect because I'd seen Quiet Riot in Toronto with Scott Vukun. Yeah. I think is the correct pronunciation. Was on vocals and he was, he was amazing. He sounded a lot like Kevin Dubrow. Yeah. So I was really impressed. I was looking forward to it. And then I heard that Jizzy Pearl had taken over for Scott. So right. I wasn't sure. Because um, Jizzy Pearl sounds nothing like Kevin Dubrow. No, right. but he did a great job. Yeah. He did a great job all the way. And uh, I was even more disappointed because Jizzy Pearl's other band, Love Hate, was originally on the bill. Right. But the rule is you can't have the singer sing in two bands. Ah, so see, once I he joined Quiet that. Riot, Love Hate came off the bill, which is kind of disappointing because I've never seen them. Yeah, right. that would have been great yeah. to be able to see Love Hate and Quiet Riot. Oh, yeah, it sure would have. And hopefully I'll still get a chance to see Love Hate at some the, point. The way, yeah, love that band. Although the way Jizzy Pearl's been talking on Facebook lately, I think he's putting Love Hate to bed. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like, no more Love Hate, all quiet right from yeah, now on. Yeah, because he well, wants to concentrate, you know, on yeah. his on this project, you yeah. know, and it's a big deal. Well, you know, he got a lot deal. of pushback from the other guys from the original Love Hate when he put out that recent album. Yeah. So I think it kind of just soured him on the whole thing. If, if I'm not mistaken, Quiet Riot's working on new music, too. They are. So yes. that's going to take I'm interested in hearing what he's going to do with it. Yeah, them. we've been talking you know, about the yeah. anticipation that be cool. for that for quite you know, a while now. The, the whole band is, is, is tight. Of course, Frankie Benali's an incredible drummer. Yes. But he's got Chuck Wright as the bass player, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of people wander around saying, well, it's just a cover band. Frankie Benali is the only original that's in, in the band. But a lot of people don't realize that Chuck Wright was actually in the band before Frankie Benali. Yeah. He just didn't appear on an album. Huh. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, before the Metal Health album, Chuck Wright was part of the band for a while. Yeah. So Was that like back in the Randy Rhodes yeah, days? Yeah, back in the yeah. Randy Rhodes days. Hmm. So wow. that's awesome. Well, a band that also has lots of lineup changes. L.A. Guns played on the sh- on the ship. Yeah, they've. Uh, Which lineup did so you who's, see? Yeah, who's singing? Well, Mark Thirty Five. I, I saw the current lineup, <laughs> which is the same as last year. 
uh, except last year they were short someone. This is the Phil Lewis version. We're yeah, this is about. the Phil Lewis version, right? With um, uh, Michael Grant as the guitar player, Steve yeah. Rye was the drummer, Scotty Griffin on bass. That's right. Yeah. Um, formerly, Stacy Blades was the guitar player, right? right. Fellow countryman. But, yeah, that's yeah. right. But last year, Michael Grant forgot his passport, so they wouldn't let him on a ship. Oh no! So. It was kind of flat to see them last year because they were missing their lead guitarist. Yeah, that and, kind of sours it, doesn't it? Phil Lewis has been in the band how long? And oh, he doesn't oh, he doesn't know some of these leads, or he just didn't want to play them. I don't know. But right. so there was no solos huh. last year on the boat because they were missing Michael Grant, right? So yeah, just, well, you're really it was a missing. Flat, you're really right? missing something with no solos. Right. That's that's what I'm know. saying. But I'm not knocking Phil, but shouldn't he be able to pick that up? Like. But you know he's he's not Tracy Guns. You uh, know he, he's a singer. All right. But anyway, they, they were on board this year. Everyone was there. I mean, that'd, be like, that'd be like asking Paul Stanley to play all Ace Frehley's parts, <laughs> or Tommy Thayer's, or whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever, it might whatever be the this case week. may be. <laughs> I, well, I, I always make the joke that I'm scheduled to play with LA Guns next week. So. Really? I'm scheduled the week after. Week after, okay. Yeah. Perfect. I'll <laughs> buy tickets. Turn. I'll buy tickets. <laughs> exactly. But that goes back to what we were talking about, Jizzy Pearl, you know, being so great with Quiet Riot. Mm-hmm. When I saw him with L.A. Guns, I mean, that was great. And if anybody gets a chance, check out that sh- the L.A. Guns Shrinking Violet CD. With that's, a, that's a really it's good album. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a yeah, really good Cover to cover, album. that's a good album. Yeah. Well, another band that had some issues on the cruise was Vixen. You said that one of their shows got canceled? Yeah. Um Due to rain. Right. And so it was not anyone's fault. Yeah. But I guess uh, I was downstairs in a, one of the shows inside, and there had been a heavy rainstorm. So for safety, they couldn't play. There was lightning and things like that. So they wanted a band to get electrocuted. Right. Yeah. So they had to cancel their show. And actually, they rescheduled it for the next day. Okay. So it's we didn't lose a Vixen show. It was All just right. rescheduled for the next day. Yeah. So they went from playing, I think it was 945 or something they were supposed to play on the pool deck that night. They moved them to noon in the theater the next day. Mm-hmm. Those ladies still brought it like they were playing at ten o'clock at night. They're, nice. they're, right, they're right. A really at noon, good you know, everyone's kind of <laughs> still hung over. Right, but they, they came imagine. out there and they rocked it. They put it inside in the theater and, and they brought it just like they were playing at night. So we didn't we didn't lose anything. Was there any mention of Jan while they were on stage? No, no, I'm a little, no. I'm a little surprised. Although I guess they're ready to move on. They did do a, a little bit of tribute stuff to her over the first few shows after yeah. she passed away. So I suppose there's a certain point that you hit where you don't want to feel like you're exploiting. Yeah, something. Warrant mm-hmm. did that too. They they did a quick thing and then they just went ahead and moved on. Because yeah. I guess you can only you, you have know, to you can only dwell on that so yeah, long. It, no matter what it is, at some point you have to move yeah. forward. Right? Yeah. I'm still I'm still a little weirded out that Jan's not around anymore. It's yeah, just me odd, too. You know, me um, too. Uh, autograph played on this show and, uh, and a lot of people you know they just know autograph from the one song turn, turn up, up the radio, radio. and uh, yeah. so what were those guys like they were uh they played one of the pre-parties and then they played on the boat as well so there there are two sets one of them was on land at the pre-party and one was was on the boat and they were something i was looking forward to as well it's you know turn up the radio was one of the first albums in my collection again yeah and uh Steve Plunkett, unfortunately, is not with them, the singer. Yeah. But the guy that they have now, Simon Daniels, pretty good. Good by me. Good by me. Yeah. He sounds very, I wouldn't say so much like Steve Plunkett, but he sounds great on all this, on all the tunes, and he plays guitar as well. So they've actually added a guitarist as well. So right. it, it's a little bit heavier. And it thickens up the yeah, sound. Yeah, it just yeah. thickens it up. But they sounded great. You know, Randy Rand and um, Steve Lynch are up there, and they look like they're, they're having fun. This is what they've been missing. Right for the on. last, you know, 10, 15 years, however long it's been. They're having a great time up there. And that really shows through in the music. And they're working on new music as well. See, okay. so, you know, and if they're enjoying themselves and they're having a good time, that should tell you that the new music coming out, out is probably yeah. going to be really good. Uh, one act that sticks out kind of like a sore thumb on this cruise was Carl Palmer. Yeah, I'm not Who, really... Who's Carl Palmer? Well, he's the drummer for e- ELP. Emerson Lake, Emerson and, Lake Palmer. and Palmer. Okay. And I'm sure he's been involved in some other things as well, but, but that, very, that's where I know but him he's from. But he's from the progressive rock world. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he fits on this bill. Did not you at all. Did you see him perform? No. Did no. anyone see him perform on uh, this bill? I don't know because it's really it's really <laughs> not his crowd. No, I think that uh, now. So he's the drummer from Emerson Lake and yeah. Palmer. Is is this like he's his a, own band? Kind yeah. Of? Does he yeah. sing or what? Is I don't know. I don't if think he had guitars and singing. I'm not sure what it was. I, I know. Did, that, He's an incredible drummer. He and he held a what they called a master class. Maybe that's which what was it an was. extra hundred dollars, and you could sign up, and he would give you a personal drum lesson. Oh wow! But that he did have, have a performance as well. Huh. I didn't go to it, but um, you know, I think 
the, the company that operates Monsters of Rock also operates uh, Cruise to the Edge. Right. Which goes uh, Cruise to the Edge, and there's another one as well, uh, the Moody Blues Cruise. And they go pretty much right in succession. Do they call that the Moody Cruise? The Moody Blues Cruise. <laughs> that doesn't sound like much fun. No, not not for me anyway. But they got Carl Palmer on our bill, and yeah. on one of the other ones, they got Queensryche. Really? No. Somebody, yeah, we should have just had that the other way yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but Queensryche on this. Yeah. I, know, uh, there, yeah. I know Kate was massively disappointed yeah, that, that Queensryche what, wasn't on this cruise. That's what got Kate on the imagine. cruise Those was the fact boys. that Queensryche was on last year, and yeah. she was really looking forward to him. And, figured they'd and then be they weren't again. here. Yeah. Oh, man. So is she going to join the Kate. Progressive Rock uh, cruise? No, I don't think she's going to join that cruise, but I know she's coming back here next year. Right. She's one of those people that I said, you know, you're going to have the best time of your life. Yeah. And I was worried that she would. And she really did, you know, <laughs> she was asking about the drink tickets and how they work. And can yeah. she buy a Patron tequila with the drink tickets? Yeah. I said, well, I think so, but I just drink beer. So just post it up on Facebook yeah. and the community will answer the questions because the whole thing about this, it's a huge sense of community right. yeah. and everyone's helping each other with advice and questions and things like that. And it's, it's really a great feeling. And people responded like crazy. So she said, well, I'm going to start a little group. We're going to call it the Patron club and we're going to yeah. meet at certain times throughout the ship. And we're all going to have shots of Patron. So I didn't see her the first day. And I saw her on the second day from a distance. I was watching a show. And she came into the lounge. And there's her. And there's about four guys behind her. She's like the Pied Piper, right? Right up to the bar. <laughs> little, little cups of tequila. And away they go. That's cool. So she, she really had a good time. So I know she missed Queensryche. Yeah. But uh, I know she had a good time on the cruise, and she's looking forward to coming back. And, so. Yeah, nice. and Kate, we're, we're missing you now. We were hoping you could make it here to Nashville, but maybe next year you can. I know. I, I did invite Kate, and I know she did want to be here as well. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe next year on the way home yeah. we'll stop by again. Hopefully we'll have Wally with us as well. Absolutely. You guys will have your own cruise experiences. We should all get to go next year. It'd have to we'll be a three-part episode yeah, to talk we'll about all the debauchery. We'll just record this on the flight on the way back. Right. <laughs> okay, what about uh, Faster Pussycat? Ah, one of my favorite bands. A, a, another staple. They, and they've kind of changed their sound a bit over the years, too. Right? They, they've really gone a little bit more industrial in the last Right, uh, the yeah, last they kind of... Nowadays, Faster Pussycat's almost like a mix of Faster Pussycat and the Newly Deads. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, you know? because... Uh, two of the band, two or three of the band members were in the newly dead. Right. So, but it, they sound great again, you know. And with that, the more industrial sound, the older stuff, it actually really comes out well. Oh, yeah. really? With that, yeah, it's kind of jazzed up a little bit. And they're yeah, a crew staple them. to it, a fan favorite. Everyone loves them on the. We've seen them here in in Murfreesboro. I guess it's been a couple of years ago now, but they were fantastic, man. Mm. Really good. Uh, well, Femme Fatale. You were telling me a story earlier about Femme Fatale. Uh, what story was I telling you? Is that something I can talk about <laughs> on air? Which one did I tell you? That's up to you, Rich. <laughs> well, it's the Decibel no, Geek Podcast. You can talk about anything. Perfect. <laughs> I got no shame. <laughs> no, uh, the ladies from nice. Femme Fatale are, are great ladies, and I don't know if anyone knows. Uh, Femme Fatale or not I know I didn't Until they got announced On last year's cruise mm-hmm. And so I went And I looked back At the discography Of one album Yeah And uh, yeah. I said Why have I never heard of these You know Waiting waiting for the big ones A great song So you'd never even Heard of the band Never heard before? of them you know, it, See I remember Back in the day The song pi- called In and pi- Out of Love In and Out of Love Was yeah. another one Yeah I remember the pictures In Metal Edge You know It's like There's this they hot were, ass chick Yeah the you singer know? was yeah. Rather Lorraine Lewis Still right? is yeah. 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 Lorraine Lewis That's yeah. the one Still is Yeah I do remember her She was Foxy man. Oh yeah, yeah still, still looking was, good. See, huh? Up in Canada, we didn't have MTV. Yeah, right? we got much, much music. Much music yeah. So, didn't did we you, had hey, our Canadian content? Did you have we, Metal Edge magazine in Canada? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't a big thing. Right. No, it wasn't a big thing. We we bought a few magazines like when I was a kid, but no one was loyal to a certain brand. You know, you just bought whoever was on the cover that day. Right. If you were interested in Winger or Steve Vai. So you had, you had Circus and you had Hit mm-hmm. Parade. Yeah, yeah, we had all of them. Yeah, but they weren't huge. Hmm. So, but so you were particularly taken with one member of Femme Fatale. Well, the the whole band is great, and yeah. uh, of course, <laughs> there are a bunch of younger ladies, and I'm a single guy, so you know you, you have to look at things like that. Uh, their set is a fun party set. They yeah. might not be the tightest, most technical band on on the cruise, but they're probably one of the funnest uh, party sets. And they got the whole crowd is rocking, the whole crowd is into it, and uh, they. Uh, started to do a cover song for their last song right. uh, of the show and they called a couple people up on stage and uh, the keyboardist and I have talked a little bit on, on Facebook before uh, Kat Scarlett's her name and she called me up to uh, to sing the song what right. song did you sing? Uh, well I'll get to that in a second okay <laughs> alright so 
Uh, she calls me up, and uh, I, I give the, the wave no. Because I know that I'm tone deaf. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear me sing. All right. She doesn't know this, so she calls again. All right. I'm going to... Well, she's a beautiful woman. She's calling me. I got to go. Yeah, you got to go. <laughs> so they're singing Kisses, Lick It Up. Okay. So I got the Kiss Connection going. Just up there, just singing Lick It Up with it. It was probably the most fun I'd had on the cruise in that, that few minutes right there. Of course. Just to be up on stage singing. You got to experience what it's like to be up there. I was extremely appreciative afterwards. And of course, mind you, I had about 18 drink tickets to use that day and I was near the end of the day. <laughs> so I'm going to say it was about 14, 16 beers by this point. I'm amazed nice. you remember this. Uh, well, I may not remember it as well as some of the other people. But I was extremely appreciative afterwards. And I must have followed poor Cat Scarlet around that lounge for 10, 15, 20 minutes. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling me up. Thank you so much. May I buy you a drink? Thank you so much. And she just kept giving me weird stares. Like, at first it was, oh, you're welcome, no problem. And then after a while, she stopped talking to me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's time to leave. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to be a creeper. I was just, right. I had a great time. And I'm Canadian. I'm polite. That's what I do. Thank you so much. I was yeah. so happy and so moved by the whole emotion of the crowd and everything that they had going on there. It, it was just an awesome experience. I bet so, you get a lot of that, you know, because all the people are there, they're there, there for the same reason, you know, and it's like a brother sisterhood kind of in the name of rock and roll, kind of like all of us here at Decibel Geek, you know, all the people at Facebook, you know, it's, it's all this togetherness for the love of the music, you know, it, it really is. And, and just to be involved in that environment, it's, you guys are going to experience it next year. I really yeah, hope you guys are, are going to experience it next year. We're going to do everything yeah, we, we can are. to be yeah. there. That that'll be something. So, what about are uh, some friends of ours, Killer Dwarfs? Well, we know the Dwarfs, uh, big fans of the Decibel Geek podcast as well. So as cool. we are, of course, theirs. good friends of mine. As we well. love those guys. And uh, you know, I was really happy when they got announced on board. I know last year Russ was on there with his solo acoustic, so kind of had a feeling it was coming. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was happy when the boys got announced. And they got uh, the shows got changed around a little bit. Um. They actually played three shows, one acoustic and two electrics. Nice. And their first electric was scheduled at noon on the Sunday, where we were in Port of Nassau, Bahamas. So that's kind of a bad slot because a lot of people were off ship. Right. Yeah. It got bumped because the Viction show was canceled the night before, so we got moved into that. Yeah. So the Dwarfs got bumped into Monday at noon, mm-hmm. which was even worse because now they were up against Ted Poley and Ted Monster Poley. Island. So you got people off ship, mm-hmm. and now you're split between Ted Poley and Killer Dwarfs. So. Oh. Uh, they still drew a pretty good crowd for their first electric show. Yeah. And uh, the boys brought it just like they always do. Uh, the tricycle didn't make it uh, on ship, though. I don't know if it got oh. held up at customs. But Russ was still uh, you know, doing his thing up there on stage with the handstands and all that all that play, stuff. Play all the stuff you would hope for them to play. Oh, yeah. All, all the hits. All the yeah. hits. One song from the new album, Start at One. Oh, good. So right on. I'd, I'd like them to play a little bit more of that, but yeah. I know they're going to get to it. You know? And their, uh, their acoustic set uh, in the small golden lounge, it was called, was packed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Packed. I saw two other acoustic sets in that lounge, mm-hmm. and they were not half as full as the Killer Dwarfs one. I love wow. that. So nice. to see the support uh, for those boys there, that that was I'm happy right to hear there. Yeah. Glad to hear Yeah, that. I was happy to hear it, too, and so were they. You know, They're very fan-friendly, very yeah. appreciative. So they, they were excited to see that as well. That's cool. That's awesome. All right, so, well, one of Aaron's favorite bands, Tough, was on the show. Yeah, man. Did you what, go see Tough? One of your favorite bands? Yeah. I didn't he know that. He loves Tough. I'm not... You know, I, I know a few of their tunes, but I'm not I'm not big into their into their discography at all, and I wasn't planning on hitting them. Yeah. And then a friend of mine, she said, "Come on, let's go. We got to catch a couple songs of Tough." And I don't remember who they were up against or whatever, but all right, let's go. And I got down there and I caught two songs. And man, they sounded good. Yeah. I wish I'd seen the whole set. Yeah. I think I screwed up. I should have gone. You to probably see them. did. <laughs> so I apologize to all the Tough fans out there. I really think I should have seen them. You should have. So, man. but now that I have, Tough is I'm gonna fucking be on the awesome. To try and catch them again when I can. Yeah. yeah, you know, at least they're, they're on the radar. They sounded awesome. Steve right Michelle on. sounded great. Yeah. I was very impressed. Love that band. Oh yeah. I wish they would come to Nashville. They've they've held it together for a long time too. No, yeah. is that the original band or is that? I, I know the drummer's different. The drummer's Trent Anderson who used to play for Bang Tango. If I'm not yeah. Oh really? No, they've had different Current lineups throughout the year. I mean, Stevie's been the constant. Right. That's uh, one of them bands where it's like you got the one guy that really held it together through the whole years. Right. You know, and you get other players to come in with it. All right, so I'm... But Stevie Rochelle always surrounded himself with good players. I don't want to... No, like I say, they sounded good in the American Hair Band, of course, with the last song they played. Right on. The whole place was chanting it out. Nice. 
Now, I don't want to I don't want to hit every single artist it was perfect, that's, really. that's listed on the flyer, but let me go through a couple. Like uh, Mike Tramp was on the ship from White Lion. Yeah. We're going to get to see him in Nashville. Yeah, he's soon. coming here next week. I, I didn't see him at all. Okay, what about, uh, well, John Karabi was on the ship. Yeah, I did see John Karabi's first set. Uh, you know, normally he does acoustic, right. but this was an electric set, so, yeah. right. which to me is better. I, I like the acoustic, but I prefer the electric. Oh, sure. And like you were saying, it was the the second show that he's played with his son on That's drums. right. His son was the drummer, and yeah. it was their second ever gig. And we got to we see the, the first first ever, first ever gig. Yeah. So the Decibel Geek has been with uh, both gigs for Karabi's son since the start. We just so. followed John Karabi around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, works for me. He's an awesome performer and a very charismatic, friendly guy as well. He's yeah. a great guy. He's always up on the pool deck, hanging out with the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's very friendly. And no approachable. And no shark attacks during the play during their set no. or anything? Okay, good, okay. good. Jeremy's okay. <laughs> so far. Uh, Ron Keel was on board. Well, we know I'm a big Ron Keel fan, after, yeah. uh, especially after last year's experience where I got to hang out and go to their, their rehearsal. And uh, Again, thank you, Keel boys, for that. That was the, one the of the limo, best things of my life. All that. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to seeing you guys again at M3 uh, a few weeks. But uh, Ron was just on there, just doing acoustic gigs this year. He played two. Uh, I only caught one of them. Uh, still very good. He played uh, covered things from uh, his entire career. He played a Steeler song, nice. so that was something that I didn't think oh, I would ever I hear. It was that. hearing a Steeler song. That's and, very uh, A couple cool. things from Rick his new Fox. album as well, the Metal Cowboy yeah. album, which is uh, an excellent album. And uh, but something that Ron did that was really cool. He didn't do it at the show, uh, but I was just I was walking up the stairs uh, one of the other days. Don't remember where I was going. I don't remember a lot, really. I drank a lot. <laughs> but, so I walk up the stairs, and there's kind of the foyer where the elevators are, and there's the big foyer with the stairs on the other side, and it's all open. And there's Ron Keel with an acoustic guitar and just some guy in a video camera taping him. Yeah. And I said, what's going on? I said, well, Ron decided he wanted to play, so we're doing elevator karaoke. Nice. <laughs> what the hell is elevator karaoke? <laughs> well, he rode up and down in the elevator just singing songs for whoever got in that elevator car with him. That's and they cool. would have to sing along? Yep, until nice. it got too hot and he didn't want to be in the elevator anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they, just, they got out on that floor and they just stopped. And so just people are just walking up and he says, what do you want to hear? Because the night, okay. And he just played Because of the Night, and everybody's singing along with him and everything. It's just Where else are you going to hear Ron Keel playing in an elevator? You're exactly. Not, yeah, you're not catching <laughs> exactly. that anywhere else except on the Monsters of Rock cruise. That's awesome. And he's such a, a friendly, positive guy, too. I got he a picture is. of him pointing to, of course, his name appears in the tattoo, so yeah. there's a picture of him pointing to the tattoo as well. So, so cool. But, yeah, that, that was a pretty cool experience. Um, okay, so before we wrap up here, it's like we were saying earlier, your body is like my junior high notebook. <laughs> yeah, <It is. laughs> or the the jean jacket I had in right. junior high, right, yeah, with exactly. all the patches. Yep. Yeah. Well, this inter- too cool. An interesting thing is the there's a tribute act on the on board. It's the Iron Maidens, an all female Iron Maiden tribute act. Yeah, that's a similar thing to the Femme Patel, to be honest with you. It's the same girls that play in it. How uh, yeah. oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you know much about the. Well, obviously, I guess you don't know too much about the Iron Maidens. I just know they're extremely attractive. They sure are. That's, <laughs> uh, that's for sure. Yeah. They, they actually sound. They sound really good. The two guitar players, uh, Nita Strauss and Courtney Cox, yeah. who are both the guitar players for Femme Fatale as well. Those girls can shred. Yeah. I'm going to estimate they're about 25. Yeah, well, they're, they're they're really they're, young. But Please, girls, if I'm wrong on that, I don't mean to overestimate or anything. You know, but they they can play. Yeah. And well, I suppose they're playing Maiden tunes. I mean, you can't go up there and play Iron Maiden and not be able well, to play. You have to have your true. chops up to pull that yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, they sure do. The same thing. They played uh, late at night both times they played, and that's why because they're they're a good party band for the end of the night. Yeah, and uh, the place was just rocking when they were there. I'd like rocking. to see another one. I thought would be a good fit for this would be that band Pris. Oh yeah, the I thought kiss, it would be the female a, yeah the kiss female tribute. kiss tribute would be a good fit for the uh, Monsters of Rock to cruise. Yeah, well, maybe that's something we can start up for next year. Yeah, yeah. start a petition. Yeah. Heck yeah! So um, Love to see it. Also for uh, DJ personalities, Luke Carl was there, and so was DJ Metal DJ Will. Yeah. So did you get to run into those guys? Uh, in passing, yeah. I didn't really talk to either one of them. Uh, but they're again, they're very approachable. Yeah. Uh, and oh yeah. They were, Luke Carl very to approachable. <laughs> I just, I just didn't get the opportunity myself. Yeah, I mentioned before we got on mic that I, I saw Luke and his girlfriend Avery coming off the plane right before they Rich, were on the same flight as me. Actually, out, on the way here, yeah. And uh, and they and I, they both looked very worn out. And uh, <laughs> I, I said, hey, that's what the cruise does. I said, yeah. I said, are you recovering? He's like, no, I'm going home and I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go home and go to bed. I came here and kept drinking. And, and nice. Yeah. Now you're See? sitting here recording with us. So yeah. Can, well, <laughs> what's up can, with that, Luke Carl? Well, yeah. that's the Canada coming out. All right. You uh, ought to be over here drinking with us too. 
Yeah, well, I don't know that I can hold a candle to Luke Carl most nights. So yeah. <laughs> it's a rare moment of weakness for Luke. But uh, so that's the majority of the of the people that were on the thing. And I mean, is there anything else you want to yeah. cover that that, that you? Uh, there is one other on? band. There's a few bands that we haven't mentioned that yeah. were on here. And uh, what about Taiketo? All the acts that I did see were, were excellent. Charm City Devils was one that I saw that was excellent. Yeah. Ted Poley as well. Uh, but one that I really did want to talk about was Taiketo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about this band. I remember their name, but I don't remember much you know of their music. I didn't yeah. think I did either. Yeah. But what I'd done is before I went on the cruise, uh, I took, uh, you know, maybe 10 songs from every band and I made a playlist, put it on my MP3 player. Yeah. And away I went. So a lot of the music I wasn't familiar with. So, but I've been hearing it now for the past two months as I ride the bus to work and all that kind of thing. We have a storm so, coming in while we're recording. This. Yeah. It's I, not the beginning of three sides of the coin. Thunder. <laughs> So that it's not when uh, when I got down there to see uh, I said you know I've never seen Taiketo so I might as well go check them out yeah and uh, I didn't think I knew that much of the material but I guess from hearing it uh-huh. not realizing it was them in, in the iPod I was singing every word to every song really happy to do it and like I've never seen a show that can't see how impressed I was with them I'm calling them the best show on the boat really really I, I met Danny Vaughn at the second show and I got him to sign the DVD that I bought. The only reason I bought the DVD was because of the first show. They wowed you that much? Yeah, I went right upstairs and I bought the DVD. There were 25 copies on the boat, and I happened to get one of them, so I was pretty happy about that. And I had them autograph it, and I said to him, I said, you know what? You guys are the best show on the boat. Wow. Just, wow. Yeah, I didn't expect to hear that about Well, we're going to have yeah, this you know, I mean, like, I'm not knocking any of the other bands at all. And <laughs> no, a lot of them, it depends but... on what you're looking for. Like, Femme Fatale was, was the best show on the boat for, for partying at the end of the night. Yeah. Right. Actually, Faster Pussycat was really good for that, too. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to, to pick and choose like that. But yeah, I'd but say that's the, uh, high the, praise. The one that wowed me the most, the one that impressed me the most, that I'm going out and I'm going to purchase everything that I already don't have from Taiketo. Taiketo all the way. Wow. wow. We're going to have to dig into were their there, catalog and play some of those. Was songs. there a lot of other fans that were there that were big Taiketo fans? There was uh, one friend of mine uh, that came on the cruise, and it's his first time on the cruise, and he knew nothing. He didn't know one song by them. Hmm. But he came to see them because there was nothing else going on at the time. He said, well, I might as well check them out. Yeah. And he came to me afterwards, and he said, what, what are they called? Where do I find their music? Do you have any that, that you know I, I can listen to? Because yeah. he was so impressed that he wanted to, to get some music. He went right upstairs and bought the DVD as well. Wow. Wow, those guys really pulled, a, pulled a great like, show. I, I, not, like, yeah, I feel ones. like I'm missing out on something here. Like, Everyone to I talked to, now. I said, what did you catch yesterday? And I said, did you see Taiketo? Holy crap, were they good. Wow. And that was the kind of reaction I was getting from everyone I talked to about Taiketo. Well, there's another benefit to going on this cruise because that's a band typically you wouldn't get a chance to see. You know? Sure, right. Well, they're going to make some album sales now from you well, know, yeah. you know, the 100 or 200 of us that were there watching that show. I'm sure we're all going to buy something. That's awesome. Yeah, see, so. that's the beautiful thing about it, though. You know, you're a band, you go out there, you kick ass live, the people see it and say, holy shit, you know, this is... You wouldn't go, maybe you wouldn't have gone and seen Taiketo if they no, had rolled through not. town a week ago, if, you know? If, if, they were, uh, if they were up against someone else on the cruise, I probably would have chosen the someone else. I went because there, were, there was no one else playing at the time, so I thought I'd check them out because I'd never seen them. Yeah, and, so fate lined I, up, I, and, I and they took advantage of it oh, yeah. and, and really kicked They delivered all the way. You. Nice. All the way they deliver. That is really cool. I want to go listen to some Taiketo. Yeah, now. we're gonna have to check. I'm that out. intrigued. <laughs> they're, uh, it sounds like their radio sucks worthy. So well, yeah, they just had uh, they just released a new album uh, last year. You, I'm gonna say maybe a year before. Wow. But, so they, they do have some current music out there within the last couple of years. All right, we'll, we'll check that out. Cool. Well, we're right at about an hour, so this worked out just good. So. Uh, Rich, I'm glad we could have you on in person this time. Heck yes, man. Well, you know Welcome to Nashville. I, I appreciate you having me on, and yeah. I really appreciate you having me in your house. The yeah, White House man. of Rock here. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Studio A. So. And we got Andy here hanging and out, enjoying too. it. Well, we got another two days to drink some more beers, so yeah, yeah we're gonna go see Dick Wagner tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. That's right. I'm sure you got some other things in town you're gonna show me as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, so hang on, hang out, and uh, we'll record a bonus track here in a second. Cheers. So see you next week, everybody. See you.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 